1: Navigation system.
2: Please say a command.
1: On. Ignition. Power. Seatbelts. Fastened. Shift. Drive. Twin Cities sports fans, hold on tight.
3: Live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, this is The Ride with Royce.
1: He's going the distance. Uh, the uh, sensation of the winter meetings in Orlando, Florida, have been uh, the uh, Miami Marlins. Honest to uh, God, to uh, trading uh, Giancarlo Stanton, uh, D. Gordon, and uh, now Ozuna, who was another All Star, and in fact, he was in the home run derby. Yes, wasn't he was. He? Yes, uh, one of their uh, Marcelo Ozuna. Uh, by the way, I think uh, I would rather have Marcelo Ozuna at his price than Giancarlo Stanton at his. Don't you? I love Mars Marcel Ozuna. Yeah, he's gonna make good... I think
3: I saw eleven and then you gotta sign him probably after next year. Uh, that's okay, but but that's, that's a lot okay. of money for Stan. You're right. And, and Ozuna's uh, a really good outfielder in addition to being a very productive. Yeah. How hitter? old is Ozuna? Twenty six, twenty seven. The Cardinals
1: gave up like what? One real pitching prospect and then uh, nothing and much then else. And then a couple other minor leaguers. Yeah, uh, it's uh, and then uh, the one player they got left, Kristen Yelich. Apparently, uh, they were saying today they were willing to keep him if he wanted to stay, <laughs> and he said, "Ah, let me go." So, who needs a center fielder? He can uh, play there, right? Uh, he can. You know, well, and Yelich, you uh, wonder too. Yeah. I
3: mean, I know that Miami doesn't exactly have a, a devoted fan base down in that market, but they can't keep doing this.
1: No, this is uh, this is the fourth time they. Uh, uh, they did it in uh, when they won the championship in 97 and then they dismantled in 98 uh, because uh, Huzinga hated baseball. The, the legend on that used to always be that he owned the hockey team too, right? Okay. Huizinga and the NFL team. And yep. he had a picnic come out to the big estate for him and the wife uh, for the hockey team. And they showed up in unison and were all very appreciative. And then they had one of the few off days in the baseball season, invited everybody out, and about four Marlins showed up and he decided he hated baseball. So oh. uh he basically even though he won the World Series in ninety seven, he was still dismantled. He was man- but he also was mad because they did not lock them out to get a salary cap. He, well, he liked the NFL system, obviously, and uh, he was mad that they didn't lock him out. So he dismantled him in 98, ruined it for years. But uh, Dombrowski made such good trades that they rebuilt it and won the World oh, Series In 03. And then they let her go again. They let her get away again. Then they went out, what, about Three, two years ago, and we're going to spend money, right? Yeah, like they got, got like Jose Reyes, oh, and got, yeah, Reyes and Heath those Bell guys. And... That was more than that. That's like four years ago, four or five yeah. years ago. Right? And what, they they hired Ozzy
0: too, right? Yeah. To be the manager. Yeah,
1: we're going to try again. Then Ozzy, uh, that one never even made it to opening day because Ozzy gave Fidel Castro the big uh, endorsement e- endorsement of what a tough guy he was, and they turned on him. I believe that he used the word the,
3: misunderstood, too. That was the
1: second <laughs> showtime was trying to do the hard knocks equivalent yeah. of hard knocks. In baseball remember? Mm-hmm. I remember they would yeah. film it in spring they would film it like in spring training and then show it during the summer right yeah but uh and then they continued to film it like during the first half of the season and the first year was the giants and it was pretty good the giants was it it was pretty good even though they didn't make that was not one of the years they won the world series mm-hmm. second year remember the Marlins, it was the marlins and they just stopped showing it. They just stopped doing it. Like, <laughs> like after week five, they just said, ah, to hell with it. Nobody's watching. Everybody hates the Marlins. Even people in Miami aren't watching. So they, and they haven't brought it back since. But, oh. uh, and then, you know, so that, Loria did it. Huizinga uh, did it. Loria did it twice. Mm-hmm. And uh, now uh, he's, you know, you just. Okay, you had a disappointing season, but you had the All-Star game. You had the home run derby that created more excitement in Miami than any baseball thing in 100 years. And and you had Giancarlo. And you had some pieces. So go get some pitching. Go get some pitching Mm -hmm. to go with this because you had a good lineup. Well, now they've dismantled it. And they haven't really brought in a bevy of prospects, you know. The, with their When they made their trades, it's not, they're not doing what the White Sox did. The White Sox got real top-line prospects when they made their trades, when they got rid of sale. When they the Marlins of, just
3: felt like they're just Marlins trying to get rid of the money. Marlins are just getting
1: rid of the money
3: yeah.
1: because they overpaid for the franchise to get it. Yeah. They paid one point three billion or whatever the hell it was, right?
3: Well, that's yeah. why what I don't understand is going back, back to like either Hizenga bandage. or whatever, if you're that disinterested in putting out a competitive product, then sell the team. If you're not in this to have a competitive product out there, then yeah, why do you my, own the team but to be? But begin they with? just
1: sold that they just sold it to yeah. these guys. Why did they buy it is the question. I guess that is the question. Why,
3: Why did you Luria buy has, it? Loria has no regrets over anything he did no. because he made off like a bandit when he sold the yeah, team. Yeah,
1: Yes, and he won the World Series, and everybody hates him in Miami, but who cares?
3: Yeah, he doesn't care. And now
1: the good news for him is they hate Jeter already, worse <laughs> than they ever hated him.
3: Did and he um, buy... The tea, or did he buy the fans a gift basket after he got done yeah, screwing them? That
1: joke has been uh, that joke has been beat to death. But yeah, that's uh, I think the pickle was even late on that one. I've seen it a couple other places when they come up with that one. Meanwhile, meanwhile, the Twins take an interesting move today. Michael Pineda, uh, who uh, was pitching well again for the Yankees uh, this summer, and then blew out his ACL. Is this his first one?
0: Uh, he had some other injury. But uh, I don't, I don't know. think he had another I ACL. I,
1: I don't know what it was. Uh, not ACL. UCL. UCLA. UC, UC, UCL Not UCLA either. UCL. That's like a school. Ah, <laughs> uh, and had Tommy John surgery, so he won't pitch this year, and they're going to give him $2 million and rehab him. Take on the expenses of that, and too, this has right?
3: become become very common. You know, the the Cubs just did this with Drew Smiley. They just did it yesterday. Mm-hmm. So you're buying you're buying your for a guy to sit, and then you're hoping that he and can and rebound. And the, they're the going to pay year. him
1: eight. What did what the Cubs give uh, Smiley? It was you know?
3: like nine total. So I think two That's and seven, something like this, that. Very huh? similar to the the
1: Pineda I contract. I'd rather have Drew Smiley than this guy, oh. but you know, it's something. We'll see if it works. And uh, the rumors attaching them to Darvish are still out there, but here's the deal. Uh Boris, if Boris doesn't get what he wants at the winter meetings, he's not gonna take he'll he'll wait nope. till February. Yeah.
2: He'll go as long as he, he wants until he gets you, what he wants. He won't
1: give you an answer. So if he thinks he's if he thinks he's gonna get one eighty, he yesterday or two days ago it said he's looking for two hundred which means he's what looking for 170 probably
3: he'll settle yeah. yeah he'll settle for 170 yeah. uh, for what five or six
1: yeah five uh, probably six for 170 probably be six six yeah ah uh, that's too much i might give him five for 140 you know well, the other like problem
3: that. is is boris also has arietta and i'm going to guess that he's going to want to have Either oh, he's the parameters of a contract for, for him. Yeah, he's trying Before...
1: to get 200 for Arietta at age yeah. 32. I'd rather have you than Arietta.
3: I would too. Yeah.
1: yeah. And they say Washington. If Washington does Arietta, they're going to be so far over the, the salary oh. cap thing, it's going to cost them. You know that again. Uh, whatever they pay Arietta, it's going to cost them that much. They're going to be all over the all over the cap. I I think Washington be idiots to uh, go get him.
3: You guys did see the money home run quote though from today's winter meetings down in Orlando. Did you not?
1: Uh, Boris saying that uh, there was that. That was pretty yeah. good.
3: The uh, go ahead with the, the Boris quote. Well,
1: the Boris just said they've turned uh, the, the Jeters turned Morris into a pawn, uh, uh, the Marlins into a pawn shop, which is great. <laughs> We've seen one of our major league jewelry stores become a pawn shop. He said, "Did you see?" By the way, the he comes down and does his his lobby session, and the media was from here to Surly Brewery trying to get quotes. From oh, I him, bet. Boris, yeah. uh, this from Lavelle E. Neal the third.
3: Uh, Ron Gardenhire had a press conference today, uh, uh, the new Detroit Tigers manager, and he was asked, well, Ron, how tough is it going to be with the Yankees now with Stanton going there? His reply, quote, have you seen my record against the Yankees?
1: (laughs) That is fantastic. That's that's why we love Guardian. (laughs) Guardian, a good uh, Guardian, a good mood. have you seen my record against (laughs) the Yankees? All righty, we uh, shall return a big uh, uh, football doubleheader. Five o'clock. Herm Edwards, the new coach of the Arizona State Wildcats, Sun Devils, and not the Wildcats. Those Lute Olson coached them. Ugh. And uh, (laughs) and uh, then we have uh, Rich Cannon, who usually our Tuesday guest. But we had to raise money for Courage County yesterday. So Rich Cannon will be on today. We'll be So Jose Canseco has been trying to get back into baseball with a job, you know, trying Mm -hmm. to get somebody to hire him. And he's, uh, you know, I got to tell you this. When he was a young guy. I loved him. He was great to talk to. He was uh, very cerebral. No, no, but he'd answer questions. He'd give you a thought. He wouldn't blow you. He was a super duper star and he wouldn't blow you off. Okay. Even McGuire was a surly jackass. (laughs) But uh, so we all liked Jose and he'd say stuff and he was fine and he was conversant. You never thought you were talking to a brain surgeon, but then again, you never thought you were talking to a complete idiot either. Okay. As I think as the. As as the uh, vitamins uh, continued to take their toll (laughs) on him,
2: uh, Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) that he got a little goofier. But December 12th, uh, 3.59 p.m., Jose Canseco's Twitter account, (laughs) Many, many followers because he is uh, wacky on Twitter. What is going on with all these politicians molesting women? I've been molested by several women and never complained. Oh, no. Does, uh, oh, no. Did he, did he? Do you think he put a lot of thought into that? I don't think so. He went out there, considering. Uh, uh, and then he got apparently have a couple of responses. So he comes back three minutes later with, well, I mean, I've been beaten by women, taken advantage of by women, and molested by women. I never complained, but it was kind of a turn on.
3: Oh, so he's doubling mm-hmm. down. Yeah, yeah, he's doubling
1: down. <laughs> And now, two minutes after that, I see the difference. I guess because I was a good-looking guy, and these politicians look like a bag of boogers. He oh said. My God. Uh, and then, uh, and then he waited, and then he started getting a response. And 16 minutes later, he says these women complaining against sexual sexual misconduct are just racist against ugly men. <laughs> Jose. Just racist, oh. racist against ugly men. And then finally, at an hour and a half later, why is everyone so worried about what I am saying? I'm just a simple guy trying to pay my bills. Worry about who's running our country. Uh, but uh, he got—and uh, then NBC Sports California— uh, he was a studio analyst with Oakland with the Oakland A's. I guess I oh, didn't you're realize kidding me. He had I did that. not know that. Wow. Uh, and uh, he's likely to lose that job. NBA <laughs> NBC Sports California said, uh, tweeted out: Jose Cansego is no longer an employee with NBC Sports <laughs> California. His agreement with us ended after the 2017 baseball season. We certainly don't uh, agree with his comments, which do not reflect the values of our network of and our not. team partner. In a statement, the Oakland A's said they were disappointed to learn of Mr. Canseco's statements. Uh, and Mr. Canseco is not an employee of the athletics, blah, blah, blah. Oh, Jose. And he has are.
3: since deleted all these tweets, mm-hmm. I believe.
1: Yes, but it's too late.
3: Yeah, it's you know, already, it's already there. Mountain. People have screenshotted yes. it and yeah.
1: Uh and uh, this was supposed to occur today but I missed the uh response uh that uh Warren Sapp was going to go on the radio to talk about him being one of the six former players whose name are mentioned in a sexual harassment lawsuit against uh, the NFL network. I find that shocking. Yes. Sapp uh was going to period. Sapp allegedly gave the gave to the pla- the plaintiff in the lawsuit was former uh NFL Network employee, Jamie Cantor. Uh, Now, Jamie apparently cleaned up the restrooms. This isn't the makeup artist.
3: Oh, This is the cleaning lady.
1: This is the cleaning lady. He allegedly gave this former employee sex toys as Christmas gifts for three straight years. He also allegedly showed Cantor nude pictures of women he claimed to have slept with and talked openly about his sex life in Cantor's presence. Uh Cantor contends that she's worked in the men's restroom, that Sam came in while she was preparing clothes, that he urinated in front of her, and then when she screamed at him to get out, he's, uh he, he had some other comment. Uh The other former players mentioned in the lawsuit are Marshall Falk, Heath Evans, Ike Taylor, Donovan McNabb, and Eric Davis. Who's Eric Davis? Uh, the former guy?
3: defensive back corner for the uh, 49ers. Yeah pretty good play. So
1: that's pretty much wiping out all our analysts, right? Pretty, you got yeah, a new, pretty much. Uh, you got a whole new crew coming in, right? If there's if they all get fired? That I would,
3: uh, I would think so. You know, I didn't realize that I I assumed when I saw this story that it was the same woman that um the other analysts were accused of uh sexually harassing, but you know what? We... Oh,
1: maybe I'm wrong. Maybe she that's where they did the makeup. Maybe she did the makeup in there, you know, because they didn't have a they had to well, have a room. Well, because right? what I
3: was picturing is, if this is in fact the cleaning lady, then you know what that makes Warren Sapp, George Costanza. <laughs> <laughs> what
1: was Joe one of George's girlfriends? No, don't you remember that episode of Seinfeld? What? We'll no. just move on. No. Okay, you didn't okay. get that. No, yeah.
3: I didn't. Jess Myers got the joke. But then I, I
1: remember <laughs> the one where he went swimming and was very... Yeah. Uh, that, that's yeah. the one where he went swimming? No, no, no. It's a different okay. episode. Okay. It's a different right. episode. That was, that was a shrinkage. I remember yeah. the shrinkage. Episode.
3: Well, Warren Sapp, doesn't, uh, he doesn't strike me as a guy I of high still moral character. I say we should
1: have taken him instead of Derek Alexander. Though. There might be a Super we Bowl. Yeah. We could have put up with that. We could have put up with smoking a little dope at the uh, NFL Combine. To have Warren Sapp instead of Derek Allen, there is no question he yes. was a heck Warren of a football Sapp player. And
3: John Randall on the same defensive yeah, line would have been pretty I mean, good. You Next might have group. had to run
1: wide. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what but, uh, is he in the Hall of Fame?
3: Yes, Sapp. Yes, Sapp. Okay, yep.
1: we're not going to and Marshall Falk's in the Hall of Fame. Yep, and uh, Donovan McNabb is not yet, right? And you know he's not I don't think he, he will be. Uh, so uh, we, 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 but we don't. I we didn't take OJ out, did we? He's still in the Hall of Fame, I think right? he's
3: still in. Yeah. He's still so we, uh, we took away his Heisman, but he's still, he still in the Hall yeah, of Fame. we did yeah. take
1: away his Heisman. Uh, just like we'll take away... Uh, <laughs> who's? Uh, it was Charles, Charles Woodson. Yeah. If he kills... If you kill your, your wife and a waiter. Way, kill your ex-wife and a waiter, we're going to take yours away, too. Uh, the greatest Norm MacDonald uh, line of all time. Anyway, uh, that's it. And one more sexual harassment story. Luke Robitaille's, uh wife... He's been married to Stacia Robotai for 20 uh, some years, and she came out and said, she wrote on Twitter, I was once on an elevator alone with Trump at Madison Square Garden. He was aggressive and told me I was coming home with him. I laughed, stating I was married to a ranger. He guaranteed my husband didn't make as much money as him. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, then she says, I'm not a liberal lefty and I'm not looking for attention. I just felt bad keeping it to myself. So, uh, anyway, of course, uh, that's, uh, the Donald is, uh, how has Donald done anything comp- comp- too screwy today in response to Roy Moore's defeat? Well, I was, was going to say,
3: you mean outside of the fact that he says he never endorsed Roy Moore? No, he's oh, been he pretty. Oh, he said that Yeah, today. he
1: did. He told me. Even him. though he went to. Yep. He went there. He went there, and everything. He nope. said he didn't endorse him. Huh? Yep, your guy okay. Donald. He's uh, he's a beauty. All right. We'll be back. Jess Myers talks some hockey about the red hot overtime loving uh, Minnesota Wild. Give us 30 minutes and we'll give you everything. Comes. What is uh, slashing? Slashing is like duck. Jess Myers now joins the ride with Roycey right now. for this edition of the Hockey Half Hour. So, did you look up that Bill Marshall photo I told you to look up? I, uh, haven't, I
2: haven't looked it up yet, but oh, Bill Marshall okay. is a talented guy. I uh, shot
1: an outdoor photo today. We had a rough, rough grouse piece in the uh, outdoor section of the strip, and he's got one. Eating, I think it's a cranberry. Right? Okay. What berries do they eat up there? Yeah, there's or, or there's some, yeah, late, some red berries out there. Late winter, like the, the late winter, well, we got the robins eat them next to our, uh, there's a tree next to our house that the robins come over and eat, too. Yep. But this rough grouse has just got the big berry in his do you, mouth. Do you feed right the birds in the, in the winter? I gotta ask. Uh, I will if I see them out there, really? okay. but I try to keep, you know, you know, you gotta keep them away from the damn squirrels. I
2: know? got a bird feeder and then I also have a squirrel feeder. That's the way to do it. Give the squirrels their own food okay. and then they leave the well,
1: uh no, I just, if I got bread that I mean, I throw away, I go out and rub it between my hands and throw it out okay. there by the trees where they hang out. And, this is pretty usually, typical
2: hockey talk right here. Right yes, here. that's this is, right. This is, this is what, this is what people talk. tune in for. So uh,
1: I heard Judd today. Now the boys have won four straight Games that went, overtime, that went to overtime, three of them in overtime, right, and two in, or and or two one, in shootouts and two in shootouts and two in two in overtime, two in overtime. But they've never done anything like this in their history, right? No, because uh, they've always, especially since we went to the three on three, they've stunk. Basically, yeah, right. They, they've been a lousy three on three team. I but, mean, Mike Yo couldn't figure out how to do it. But Judd today was crediting their analytics department, okay. which convinced uh, Boods to go with two defense, one forward. And 2D, two defensemen. Yep. And you put Dumba out there, and Jed was talking about Dumba, that's like having another forward, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, when you're playing three and three, you're not looking for brain surgery out there anyway. You just want somebody who can do something in the open ice, right? And now when you're
2: playing Staylock, that's like having another defenseman out there because he loves to handle the puck and play around so mm-hmm. much that, you know, that's got that more guys that use it. But, you no, know, you're just looking to keep possession of it is the big thing in three-on-three in because three. if you lose possession, it's really hard to get it back because you just don't have the bodies yes, out there to now, clog last, things up.
1: I, I watched most of the three on three because that's one of my hockey watching rules if they're playing three on three I'll oh, watch yeah. and uh I watched I had a click over a couple of times but I watched and uh, that was a wheeling dealing uh See, three on three overtime
2: all these purists talking about you know three on three ruins the game and the shootouts are a, an an abomination well, hey if that happens you turn off the TV no the you're the five, not you're the watching five
1: it. minute overtime was not settling any ties right. that was the problem 80% of the Games were still tied after yep. they played yep. the yep. overtime, Because everybody right? wanted the
2: point, and they were fine with yeah. it. And,
1: yep. Yeah, and then they, they'd have the—and then even when the shoot—the three-on-three came after the shootout, right? Correct. More recently yep. than they, yep. what—this about year they actually, three? They actually year. had a
2: four-on-four four overtime.
1: Okay, that's right. Yep.
2: Yeah, and that, that opened it up a little bit more, and somebody said, hey, why not? Let's go three-on-three. On three. My only disappointment with that shootout—and you're right, it was, it was great up-and-down stuff and big saves and, you know, missed nets and all that— First night of Hanukkah. How does Jason Zucker not get the game? I Come don't on. know.
1: Hey, we missed opportunity is there. Is Mike we, Smith? Is he the guy that was in Phoenix? He was the
2: guy that was in Phoenix. he to be forty. Yep, yeah, he's he's a big, big strapping guy. Oh, he's, he's been he's around a, a long time. A, he, he, he and Dubnik, you know, were the tandem in Phoenix. And uh, when they uh, let and, Dubnik go, yeah. When they let Dubnik
1: go, yeah. Yeah. Well, he's uh, he's an old man, but uh, now, uh well, so now, they're, now, now they're in good, uh, good uh, playoff. They have. Uh, gotten in good playoff position here with this streak of uh, is it uh, four and one right? Yeah, they lost one in uh, LA.
2: They lost to the Kings. Yeah. Yes. Not not but a th- nice showing. But
1: there. they're uh, four and one, and uh, all of them in extra time, and. Uh, the deal is that uh, we got to stay away from the traditional December swoon, which last year they didn't have, right? Right. Last they didn't year, have the they swoon. Got, that swoon. That's when they got hot, right? Last year, December, yeah. January. Yeah, December
2: was the time they turned it on. They won like sixteen to twenty or something yeah. like that, crazy. But are
1: they good enough to do that? I don't think so.
2: I don't think they're that good, but they're getting healthier. Spurgeon mm. skated again today. You know, Parisi, They keep hinting that he's getting closer and closer now. Dubnik's potential injury throws a wrench in all that cuz you don't know how long he's going to be out but they claim they're they're confident and stay Staylock that he can be the everyday guy and then they'll call up somebody from Who's Iowa Who's
1: your backup? I think and we got a Swede down there, a Gustafsson S- or Sved, something like Svedberg, Nicholas Svedberg,
2: of okay, course. We always got some Swedes. And then, of Swede course, we've there. got Stephen McCulloch, who has been up before. Maybe it's if mm-hmm. uh, they, they brought him up a few times to sit on the bench. But how about Donnie Bopre's kid being the emergency backup yes, guy? Yes, I, I heard that. They literally pull him out of the stands to. to, to oh, you know. he
1: came and sat in the stands, and then he I, I read today that he practiced with them He practiced too. with them today. And the great line
2: uh, Stalock had you know, Stalock's not a real big guy. Well, Bopre's kid is, is diminutive. Stalock's said, you know, since when am I the tall goalie on the team? That, <laughs> hey, what's,
1: uh, so he's only 17?
2: No, 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 he's, no uh, he's, around. No, he's, okay. I want to say he's 23, 24. He okay, played, where played did some, he play? Played at Edina, and then he played some club hockey at the U of M. Okay. And he also played for Denver's club team, I guess, and transferred back to Minnesota. So okay. uh, hasn't played college hockey other than on the club level, but.
1: Well, that would, uh, so is he he was did they then dress him and put him on the bench last night they said he had about half his equipment on
2: sounds okay. like he put the leg pads on and, and mm-hmm. just kind of stood in the tunnel and and waited and if they wouldn't need him he could have thrown the.
1: now what about the uh the other team if they hurt two goalies Do they take somebody out of the stands too or how's that work I'm not sure how that rule they works. Used yeah. To, yeah. you, you of would think yeah they the would... great thing about the NHL was when it in its cheapest days when they had six teams, a lot of the times they had six goalies in the whole league <laughs> and they'd had to, somebody got hurt in 1952. Oh, there are, there are famous stories about
2: a, like the the GM putting the pads yeah, on in they, between periods. The, <laughs> the Wild have Bob Mason and Shep Harder both you sure. know who were good college goalies and and one of them played in the NHL. You know, they've
1: got both of them on the staff. Why can't they throw one of
2: those guys in goal? And right. it
1: it by the way it it uh confirms my report on great saves which is Ninety-two percent are because you hit the goalie with the puck. <laughs> you know, there's. I actually saw a great save uh, when I was over there uh, ten days ago or so on uh, Niederreiter at the end of uh, uh, at the end of regulation okay. against uh, which which is, Vegas maybe or uh, was it maybe it was maybe Vegas, maybe. Yeah, yeah, Vegas Louis, game yeah. Vegas game yeah the the uh, Subban kid made an actual great save because. Yeah. Uh, it didn't hit anything. It was out there, and he had to see, leap you know, out and swat it away. That's
2: the other great fallacy in great saves, though. So many times you see the goalie, you know, dive across a crease and make a big glove save or something like that. You know why that happened? Because you weren't in position. <laughs> well, if you're playing your be. position,
1: you don't have to make a great save. I be still, quiet. Th- I still think it's a crazier position to play than quarterback in the NFL, where guys are trying to hit you because it's how the hell do they see the puck. I have no idea. There's there's six guys standing in front of you trying to prevent you from seeing the pile. Yep. These guys have to have great vision.
2: How many? Oh, you know, one of the great cliches. Oh, we got to take the goalie's eyes away. You know, we got to yeah. we got to we got to clog the lanes. Yeah. We got to take his eyes away. First,
1: back then, I used to take his eyes away by hitting him with a stick <laughs> in the forehead. But, uh, that was uh, that was the way it'd go. But anyway, great. Uh,
2: I was going to tell you, by the way, you say Mike Smith is an old man on that Calgary Flames mm-hmm. team. Keep in mind, Yarmar Yager's on that roster. So uh, Mike Smith, by comparison, is still a young buck. But uh, How much
1: time's he getting Yeah, Not
2: much. He's been yeah. hurt the last couple of games. He's been mm-hmm. He's pretty banged up. 45-year-old body playing NHL hockey. Yeah. That is not a good thing well, to do to your body. Plus he so.
1: had to leave. Uh, was, it, was he in Florida? Or, or he was 10? in Florida last year. Yeah. Yeah? Florida, yeah. okay. Yeah. Tampa's is really good, huh?
2: Tampa's is really good.
1: They say that uh, very, very good like team, best team in the league.
2: Yeah, you know, and they were without uh, Stamkos most of last year because he was hurt, and there mm-hmm. was all this talk that you know maybe John Cooper, the coach, just doesn't have it. Well, bring your best player back in the lineup, and suddenly you're a much smarter coach.
1: And who's the commie they got? Kuchera? Kuchera, Yeah, that's a guy. He, He's supposed to be great. Yeah, too,
2: right? real, real yeah. good, real good. Yeah.
1: When do they play? We still, we, don't we still know. get, we still
2: get the occasional Russian. They're, they're coming here uh, January twentieth. I want to mm, say. Okay. Only get to see them once. I mean, you know, who would have thought twenty years ago seeing Tampa? Oh man, we
1: got to see Tampa. Got to see Tampa yeah. you know, would be a big way. deal. But yeah, they're uh-huh. a good team. Well, it's, I had to go see Vegas, so that's uh, whoever thought we would have said that. We'll be back. Jess Myers, the hockey half hour. Getting you caught up on the week in pucks. It's the hockey half hour with Jess Myers. The combination that requires the highest level of conditioning, speed, creativity. On the ride with Roycey. We have reached the traditional halfway point of the college hockey season, and my Huskies are rated number one in the country and have righted themselves and are uh, leading the uh, best conference uh, in uh, American sports, the NCHC. In American sports? Wow, we're taking it up a notch, yeah. yeah. No, well, they're... Big Ten volleyball is probably the best, and uh, the NCHC is more dominant than any other league in in. Uh, in college sports.
2: Number one in the polls and also number one in the computer rankings, which are all important. Uh, Denver's had a few stumbles they, despite they, the fact they that... They lost
1: that twice out of Denver.
2: They lost they, twice uh, at Denver, but uh, but that's it. 12-2-1 at the break. And those, uh, those
1: are only two losses. Those are we'll only know. two
2: losses, yeah. Now
1: the coach goes off. They don't play for three weeks, right? Right. They play is, the, they play he,
2: the he, Gophers first weekend of January. And, is, and,
1: is he going to miss any games, Motzko? I,
2: I think he'll miss a couple. So and, he, and Maybe those two. But they um, try and structure that, you know, so yeah. you're so these these higher-end programs like the Gophers and St. Cloud State that know that they're going to lose guys to the World Juniors, they structure it so you don't have a conference series early in January. So
1: where's the World Juniors? Canada again? No, oh, Buffalo. Buffalo, right? I, I
2: can't believe Chris isn't going. I mean, it's mm-hmm. you know, Buffalo <laughs> right, <laughs> up, right, right up his no, alley. <laughs> okay,
1: I got a question for you. The World Juniors used to be like every other tournament, right? Every other year, right? Uh, Didn't it used to be every other no, year? No, it's always been every so year. Every but, year? Really? but they used to rotate back and forth
2: between Europe and North America and now every and, other year. in
1: Europe, they don't give a damn.
2: Well, I mean, they do, but it's, it's tougher. You know, people don't want to fly over there. And, and you know, uh, teams, if guys have been drafted, they don't want to send their top prospects over there, because, you know, mm-hmm. long way and all that. But so,
1: usually they like to play it in Canada, right? Because they draw, it they, fill it up, <laughs> they fill it up.
2: They have two rules. Play it in Canada
1: or play it somewhere so near close Canada. To Canada. You know, so that's they, why it's been to Grand
2: the Forks, that's why it's there. in Buffalo, that's why it's going to Detroit, I mean, places like that. Okay,
1: when you see the Canadian junior team now, these are all pretty much they junior leagues, right? They're not, yeah. not many U.S. college kids, right? Very rarely. You know, no. Jonathan so they're, Taves they're, 10 years ago. They're or, A-level prospects all playing their own junior leagues, right?
2: They all play major junior for the yeah. most part. You know, mm-hmm. you, you still occasionally get a pretty good Canadian kid who will want to come down here and play college hockey. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, maybe it's a kid whose dad played college hockey or something like that where they kind of see the value of that. But for the most part those kids at 15 or 16 are getting plugged and going to a place like, you know, the and, uh, Sunbury. And if or, you or,
1: played Major Junior, you're ineligible because you get paid?
2: Correct. Okay, And you don't get paid much, but it's but enough you where, where they yet. say, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it didn't used to be that way. You know, that RPI team that won the National Championship 30 years ago that beat uh, UMD down the Frozen Four, Adam Oates and a lot of those guys that played for that team had played Major Junior,
1: then decided to go to college. And the, uh, of course, the Denver John Mariucci feud was all based <laughs> on Major Junior Canadians like keith magnuson and those guys denver had the uh had the uh denver had a team that could have won the world junior championship for canada right murray armstrong the coach at denver
2: would legendarily just go get the regina pats junior team and bring them down to denver Denver and and yeah well they
1: had those players and marouche you got you guys go back and look the gophers were in the same league as denver and didn't play him in the regular season for like six years, yeah. right? No, they refused Marouche to play Marouche wouldn't them. play him. Yeah. They'd have to play. If the schedule fell, so when you had the playoffs, and they used to have those uh, two-goal two playoff series, two-game two total game game goal series in the first round, right? right. And maybe even the second. But uh, if, if it fell so you had to play Denver then, then you'd play them. But beyond that, Marouche wouldn't play them. Which is uh, unbelievable. You know,
2: back in the waning days of the two-game total goal series, Jeff Sauer tells a great story. Curtis Joseph, you know, played at Wisconsin one year. Yes. They go to the playoffs. And he literally didn't understand how two-game total goals worked. Yeah. So they're down four to two in the third period of the first game, and he just gives up and gives up like five goals. Well, <laughs> series is over. You know, you're not going to score well, then, seven. Could the they night. explain that to him after he gave up the first he said, one? He said he literally didn't know how it worked, and that yeah. was that was the end of their season.
1: Well, I've always said Herbie's miracle was not Lake Placid. Herbie's miracle was the total goal series with Notre Dame, and I can't remember when it was. But Notre Dame beat them something like six-one, opening day yep. on Friday, and Herbie beat them nine-to-two or something on Saturday. That those was those are those great was ones. It. That was his. uh, That was his biggest miracle. The the great ones too. You look
2: in the box scores, and if you didn't understand what a two game total goal series was, you look at a box score now. The second game is you know seven to two in overtime.
1: Yeah, right. How does that work? (laughs) Yeah, and uh, pulled goalie with uh, you know pulled goalie with twelve minutes to go in the third period because we got to get five here. The
2: biggest the biggest problem with those series was if you had a blowout on the first night, the second night would just be a fight fest because one team would realize they were done and you know Mm -hmm. couldn't. Couldn't make up the difference, and it would just be nasty hockey. But. You know
1: who still does that? Soccer does uh, a lot really? of those in some of these uh, playoff uh, countries that use playoffs. Of course, England doesn't. They just they just go by the regular season. But a lot of them. Does that explain Trinidad goal. and Tobago? I think, I think the MLS first two rounds of the playoffs are total goals. Total goals, and okay. then the championship game. But has never made any sense to me. To get to the championship game, you play total goals, and then. When you get to the championship game, you just play one game. Yeah, what the hell? I yeah. mean, I've been covering college hockey
2: thirty years, and I've seen the two-game total goal series, and then the NCAA went to like best of three. Mm-hmm. You know, they yes. had eight yes, teams, right. and it was best That's of right. three series for a couple years, and then finally, in about ninety-two, ninety-three, they just went to single elimination and said, "Okay, one game, you're done." Now, there's a tournament to have best of
1: have the, the NCAA the first tournament. round of the tournament had. Had, Before the Frozen Four, they had uh, they had
2: best of three series in, in that's you right. know the late eighties and early nineties. I, I remember uh, you know that eighty nine Gopher team. They had to take out uh, Michigan State, I think it was in a, in a two game so series. So how
1: much uh, trouble are fighting Gophers in here? They're obviously not going to win the Big Ten. Notre Dame's ten and zero.
2: I just looked up the stats. Uh, uh, we're, we're halfway through the season. Notre Dame's played ten games. The Gophers played twelve. Notre Dame currently has a ninety seven percent chance of winning the Big Ten. Gophers have less than well, one percent. chance. They're four six and two or five six and five. four four six and two. I four six and two. Yes, yeah. it's one of those. You know, the shootout wins count differently. But they, but, but here's the deal. They they're got, in a great position to make the NCAA tournament. Still, they're like they're, they're like you know. That's I why say, the like, pairwise. That's stupid. where the pairwise is important.
1: Stupid. Yeah, I know. But it's, it's stupid. stupid. Okay, they're five hundred. <laughs> yeah. Right. They shouldn't have a good pairwise. But then UMD is like ranked, and they're under five hundred. And. Right? Your favorite, the Colorado College Tigers, are right on the brink. Really, they're All they're, right. they're back, from back from the, the dead. Well, that's good because they it was so bad out there and the crowds were so lousy. They were wondering if they're going to keep playing. Yeah, so, yeah. You know that's a small, expensive college, <laughs> but uh, in a non traditional. Why well, uh, aren't the golfers better?
2: You know, I, the one of the things, I and mean, you can't blame one kid, but. Middlestead was supposed to be the guy yeah, that right, you, know, the Hohi, you can't miss him and he just hasn't in- emerged into that yet mm-hmm. he's been injured a little bit he's taken longer than expected to adjust to college hockey he could be one of those kids that comes back after the break and just turns it on mm-hmm. but uh but yeah that that's been one factor is people thought he would be you know a go-to guy and and I think he will be he just hasn't become I mean, that he,
1: guy oh, yet. he could turn out to be like Blake Wheeler a uh, disappointment to gopher fans who is now playing in the league 14 years later Absolutely. and scoring
2: goals still still Making a, a good paycheck.
1: We'll be back with uh, Jeff's deep thought for the day. Jess's deep thought for the day. <laughs> great outdoors coming up at six o'clock. We'll uh, kick around Malax a little more and uh, ask him about that rough grouse picture today. Oh, it will. That's, that a rough sounds great. Grouse picture and uh, what? Uh, give me a hockey, a deep hockey thought here before we sign off.
2: We got to say congratulations to Matt
1: Cullen. Got a goal last night. Number 250, 250. he becomes... Everybody was right in his obit uh, when they took him out of the lineup a couple games ago, but he came back since then. Fifth
2: Minnesotan, number five to score 250 goals, joining... Neil, Neil Broughton. Dave Christian, Neil Broughton, Phil Housley, Zach Parisi... Yep, and and now wow, Matt Callan, Dave Christian. Group.
1: I keep forgetting he was, he, he might be he as good had, as anybody we ever had. He
2: had a good fifteen-year career in the NHL. Best
1: player on the nineteen eighty team. Well, you know, I'm a little biased,
2: but and uh, yeah, you know, being he, a Warroad guy, but uh, and his dad was my youth hockey coach. But yeah, yeah he was. He he was, he was, he was a good he player. Fantastic.
1: Well, he must have played how many years? Fifteen. He, he he had about a fifteen-year career, And mostly defense, right? Yeah. Although you the one thing about him is you no, actually, him he was on.
2: mostly a forward, forward, but Herbie put him at defense. Okay. Yeah, that was Herbie's big move. He wanted him controlling things from the blue line. And speaking well, of Warroad, by the way, ranked 16th in the Class A rankings, 0 and 6 right now. So I think that might be based on reputation. So I uh, uh, wanted to wish the Warriors good who luck. We,
1: and- uh, who are we losing to? Yeah, well,
2: everybody, huh? yeah, everybody, so far. Wow. But yeah wow. Roso two and four, Warroad zero and six. We've so been that, known
1: to run coaches out of Warroad. Yeah, and their, uh, you know, and and Jay Hardwick, are, the, the coach there, is, three is three a buddy of mine, so I'm
2: wishing well for him. But uh, tough start for the for the Warriors. Wow,
1: yeah. is, do the losses include the first game of the winter against Roso?
2: No, they haven't played that one yet. That's mm-hmm. about a month away. Or they and, play twice. right? Yeah, they, they play they? twice. And a yeah. uh, fun story, by the way, Greenway, which a couple years ago I think won two games. They're five and zero, and they're moving up the rankings real quick. A
1: now they gave up that uh, they're, they're those visions a. of grandeur that they had when they went down to the state tournament uh ten years ago right yeah, they with, were double A uh,
2: yeah. with Serdich and all those guys yes. yeah good
1: team all righty uh, Jess uh, the great outdoors six uh, o'clock uh, tonight uh, Jess Dennis Anderson and uh, a cast of uh, dozens we'll be back Herm and Rich Gannon both in the five uh, o'clock hour.